hey girl, can we talk? This is your girl Cheryl um, coming to you um, once again without my lush and fluff, but with the real honest truth. You know, we all talk about love and how God loves us and how we love our friends or we love our parents or we love our boyfriend or we love our girlfriend or we love our spouse we love our children we love our parents we love our car we love our shoes we love our house we love we love so many different things we love ourselves and we get so proudful and so haughty with this thing that we call love that sometimes we're blinded by the fact that we're not operating in real love. We're operating in the facade, the world's definition of what it calls love. I'll love you only to the point of this, or I'll love you for this long, or I'll like you, I'll like love you until you do this to me or you do that to me. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, that's that's kind of deep. And some of us, our love, it looks deeper than others. And we can push past our emotions and our feelings and the things that, you know, make you go, mm, you know. And we seem to love harder or longer than anybody else has ever loved. But let's just keep it 100 Real love transcends death. It's so powerful that it can raise the dead. It can move mountains. It can stop the sun in the midst of the sky and stand the time still. Real love goes beyond how you make me feel um, or what you give me or do for me or to me. Real love goes beyond anything we could even begin to imagine. And to be quite frank, all of our love combined could never total the sum of God's love towards us. And the reason why I'm talking about love is because I realized something about myself today. And that is, I have a limit of when I'm tired of being hurt by people or I no longer take joy in your presence or I no longer like this or you no longer give me that feeling or whatever my excuse may be, I have a limit. And my limit starts and stops when your actions put the safety of my life and my loved one's lives in danger. <clears throat> when you walk up and pull a gun on someone and you pull that trigger, that's where my love stops. Now, don't, don't stone me yet. 
because I'm not saying that's right. But what I am saying is that's a check for me to begin to check myself and to analyze my way of thinking and way of being and redefining the real meaning of love and not what my superficial 40 plus years has taught me love is because it's far greater than that. I watch a lot of court TV and this man got on a stage and began to communicate to the guy who murdered his nine-year-old baby. But the guy didn't just murder her. He raped her and he strangled her and he beat her. And he did a, it was a horrendous crime as described that he did to this nine-year-old baby. And then when he got done with her, he put her in a suitcase and threw her in the river as if she was nothing. And that that challenged my so-called love because the human part of me, the, the Cheryl, the me that you're listening to right now, wanted this man to get the death penalty and suffer greatly behind what he had did to this nine-year-old little girl. I mean, I, 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 he went from being everything but a child of God and deserving everything but love and compassion. And one by one, her family members came up and began to exclaim how this man should get the death penalty and he should suffer at the hands of other men in prison the way their little baby suffered at his hands. And I listened to this and I weeped and I weeped and I wasn't weeping for the um, the man or even for the people that was hurting, but I was weeping for what that baby had to endure as a victim of rape. I understand the impact that it has on one and the trauma that you're experiencing while you go through that. So my tears were for this little girl who had endured this as well as myself and as well as all the other little girls and women that have been tortured by the hands of men and even the little boys that have been tortured by the hands of women. But the father got up on the stand and he began to speak with such compassion and love. That conviction hit my heart because he talked to that man and he said, you are my brother. And I've been where you are, I was a monster. And I know people can make grave mistakes and have to live with that stuff every day but I hope and I pray that you can find the peace that I found when I found Jesus. My heart just pounded in my body as I heard this man speak with the conviction of his heart. He was so sincere. He was so graceful. He has so much mercy and love flowing from his lips towards the man that had devastatingly 
taken his little nine-year-old girl and treated her like she was nothing. This man spoke with poise and I so much love that it actually felt like it was coming through that TV and penetrating my heart. Because I can be honest when I say I don't think I could forgive somebody for that. But then I have to look at myself and think about what was done to me and ask myself, have you really forgiven the man that raped you? Have you allowed the love of God to heal that area in your heart? That place that you hide and hold so close that you keep dear to you because you just do not want nobody else to hurt you like that. And I'd ask myself that question and to check my love language, my love walk. And I can honestly say that it has been challenged recently through certain events from certain individuals that they don't love me. They claim they do, but the truth of the matter is is they really don't. They love themselves. They love what I can do for them. They love how I make them feel. But loving me, they don't. And I'm okay with that now. But in the process of becoming okay, I realized something. That I can love people beyond what they do to me if I allow God's love to flow through me. And when I find myself in this place of unchecked uh, love slash emotional hate, I have to be real with myself. And I have to examine myself. And I have to put myself on the altar and ask God to heal me so that I can be the better me that he wants me to be so that I can show his love through me. I can't say that I've arrived at the place of this father that sat on that stand and spoke so graciously to the man that had hurt his daughter. But what I will say is that I opened my heart up to Christ, Yeshua, to come in and heal every area of my life. Mend every broken place and conquer every battle so that I can be the best me for and through and by him. Now I I invite you to that same place of peace, to that same place of love and hope that one day you too will find peace. You too will experience the joy of the love of the Father because our children need us. Our community, it needs us. Our cities and our world, it needs us. It's time to stop being half cocked walking around thinking we have arrived, that we got it all together when truly we don't. And to walk in the real, the true love of God, 
which has no limits and it has no bounds, boundaries. It, it, there is nothing that can come up against it. So with that being said, I love you. I'm waiting on you and I need you. And continue to pray for me as I continue to pray for you. Love ya. Bye.